Hello, greetings, blessings, namaste. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. Let's take a deep breath together. I am very grateful and very blessed to be here. I'm very grateful for this opportunity. I'm very grateful for all the resources that I have in order to bring this podcast to you. It takes a lot of work and a lot of courage to get everything together and to present this gift to you. And I do it as a gesture of love and of calling. It's my delight to be a mouthpiece to be a vessel, and to say whatever it is that could or possibly help you, or to just be of service without worrying about what the consequences are, and knowing that consequences could be uh, good or bad. I, I guess what I'm really saying is that I'm just here to say that all is well once again even in the midst of suffering if i suffer it is a good thing because i can't have victory without an enemy and i can't know joy without sorrow And so it is really such a great blessing to be faced with such adversity these days, to wake up daily and say, here's another effing day to look in the mirror and say, now what? To put my boots on, to strap up, to put on a prayer, to say a psalm, to meditate. If I do nothing else but meditate, Even for 30 seconds, I'm already making a positive change in my life. Because if there's an angle that's going a particular direction, and you change the degree of the angle by one, two, half a degree, over time, the path will change. My program teaches me that if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And so I give myself a lot of grace to just let it be okay that even the smallest change is better than not. Sometimes all I can give is just one moment, is just one breath. If I can say a prayer, I'm a victorious warrior. If I can shed a tear, I've already won. If I can be kind to a cashier, who's really just a total bitch, then I've done my part to not pick up the sword and to lash out back at somebody because it is my duty and my responsibility to be the light. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm not trying to tell you what you should do. Let it begin with me. I am a representative, and so may my thoughts be on things that are upright and righteous, things that seek a greater wisdom and a greater truth and a greater awareness. 
I can't change anybody else. And for me to even try to convince somebody to be different or to believe something that's different can oftentimes just cause more harm. And so I'm grateful to do my part, to work on myself. And that's where the real change comes from, is from within. Jordan Peterson, right? Clean your room, make your bed. How can I tell somebody across the street to clean up their shit when I got just as much shit piling up over here? There's a, uh, a scripture from the New Testament that I wanted to share and will now share. So I was thinking about Jesus on the cross, how he gave up his body and what that means. So I don't have to believe the literal story of Jesus. And I'm saying this because I know many people are traumatized by the church and by dogmatic faith and dogmatic beliefs. But what we're talking about here are greater symbols and lessons of righteousness and ways in which we can benefit in our lives. It's not about prescribing to a particular belief or trying to appease somebody else. And it's definitely sure goddamn not about a God who is judgmental. My God contains a multitude and I must bear that weight. And so, if I am Jesus in that I am the embodiment of the divine, hint, hint, the Holy Spirit, i.e. Sophia, the Logos, God's wisdom dwells within me and is my light, and so then my body is of service. To take up my cross daily, this is me. This is my duty. This is my calling. This is my obligation Because if I want to move forward and be happy in my life, then I need to change something. I need to sacrifice my desires for fame, my desires for fortune, for recognition. And so the scripture that I want to share with you is from Romans 12. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Some people might think that this scripture is a bummer and some people might want to just keep doing whatever it is that they do and that's perfectly all right because we all go through phases of maturation and for me to grow spiritually is a necessity because if i don't i'm fucking miserable if i don't renew my mind (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, not such a great thing because the default mechanisms of my brain these are these these are all the things that I've been taught that have been imposed on me that I absorb through the media through that which I consume and then I'm just a passive agent and so then I'm just honestly I think it's 
it's way more empowering for me to take charge and take agency. And it doesn't have to be so scary to surrender my life to the good or to the service of God, however you define that thing that is divine, that is the most high or a higher power. Because I'm here to grow and to learn. The struggles of life and materiality are the necessary conditions for my spiritual growth. And great are the rewards. Because my default mechanism, my default way of being, I mean, it really doesn't really serve. Because that's not me. Those aren't my thoughts. That's what's been taught to me and imposed on me. And I am an agent. I am an individuated individual. I have my own thoughts and my own feelings. But the best way for me to find out who I really am is to let go of the beliefs and the thoughts and to be transformed by the renewal of my mind, to consume that which serves me and to seek on a daily basis, little by little, one breath at a time. This is my intention. The struggle will never go away. That is life and part of its beauty. And another part of life's beauty is the word of the Lord. And here we are now at Psalm 59. So, Psalm 59, according to Appendix 4 from the 6th and 7th books of Moses, which, if you were to want to find, you could find for free at esotericarchives.com. Go to the search bar, type in the words 6th and 7th books of Moses, and then you would click down over to Appendix 4, where it talks about the Psalms, and then you would have all of this laid out, or at least a lot of them. There's a lot more in the Book of Gold as well, but... So according to the 6th and 7th books of Moses, Psalm 59 says, Would you be entirely free from the Jezerhora, that is, from the inclination which all men possess to do evil, and the sinful appetites and passions which overcome them? So we had another one that's related to this, to getting rid of the inclinations to do evil, particularly a sexual appetite, Then one would pray Psalm 59 from verse 2 to the end for three days in a row at around noon and then in the evening with a prayer to the divine name, Paltaiol, which signifies strong God, my rescuer and receiver, or my rescuer and savior. So you want to be free from the Jezebel whores, then pray Psalm 59, verses 2 to the end, at noon and in the evening, three days in a row, with a prayer to the divine name, Paul Tiel, which is strong God, my rescuer and savior. And then so shall you become aware of the most wonderful changes within yourself. So it's a little bit more work, but the more work we put in, then the greater benefit. And on a similar note, and a practical thing that one could do as well, is we have a fun, friendly herb named Skullcap. You could buy Skullcap on Amazon, 
um, in capsule form. This is a friendly herb. Um, and I'll read you some of the uses for this herb. Alcoholism, high blood pressure, convulsions, insomnia, nervous disorders, <clears throat> smoking, and a sex depressant. So let's say you're all horned up with nowhere to go. You could be praying Psalm 59 and drinking some skullcap tea or taking the capsules and that will help decrease one's sexual appetite, which seems like who would want to do that? But we all know how sex can be quite a burden and it's like just only one aspect of who we are, but it feels so heavy because of our hormones and our emotions. But luckily with the word of God and with the herbs, which we have been blessed with, which we have been blessed, then we can not be bound to our emotions and particular desires, but that I can be an active agent and choose my life. Even if it's a struggle, that's a good thing that helps me. It's good to struggle. It's good to be uncomfortable, especially in service of the good. Don't give up before the miracle happens. And here I am, thumbing through my Bible, pagey, pagey, pages, getting over here now to Psalm 59. So I shall read the whole psalm, and I hope you enjoy. And if you would like to share with your friends or leave a positive review or a five little, five big old little stars on iTunes, that's always greatly appreciated. Thank you so much and enjoy. Deliver me from my enemies, oh my God. Defend me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity and save me from bloodthirsty men. For look. They lie in wait for my life. The mighty gather against me. Not for my transgression, nor for my sin, O Lord. They run and prepare themselves through no fault of mine. Awake to help me, and behold. You therefore, O Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, awake to punish all the nations. Do not be merciful to any wicked transgressors, Selah. At the evening they return, they growl like a dog, and grow all around the city. Indeed, they belch with their mouth. Swords are in their lips, for they say, Who hears? But you, O Lord, shall laugh at them. You shall have all the nations in derision. I will wait for you, O you his strength, for God is my defense. My God of mercy shall come to meet me. God shall let me see my desire on my enemies. Do not slay them, lest my people forget. Scatter them by your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, let them even be taken in their pride. And for the cursing and lying which they speak, consume them in wrath, consume them that they may not be and let them know that God rules in Jacob to the ends of the earth, Selah. And at evening they return, they growl like a dog, and go all around the city. They wander up and down for food, and howl if they are not satisfied. But I will sing of your power, yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy in the morning. For you have been my defense, and my refuge in the day of my trouble." 
to you, O my strength, I will sing praises. For God is my defense, my God of mercy, 